Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha. I'm Generation X. I'm Micah, the boomer. We are Dame Talk. Hi, this is Dame Micah. And today we're going to talk about dealing with the unknown. As we know, we are dealing with a pandemic, something that has been unprecedented in any generation. And we're all feeling all types of ways about it. And we're all dealing and coping with it in our own way. But the Dames wanted to talk to you about how you can approach this time and share with you how we are experiencing it and hope that it will shed some light for you, give you some comfort, and also just know that we're all in this together. So I have been dealing with, before we got locked down, I kept thinking, am I underreacting, overreacting? Am I right in the middle? What am I doing? Um, When I would tell friends, you know, I don't want to really be around a lot of people right now. I stopped going to the gym before gyms were closed, and I love going to the gym, so that was major. But fortunately, I have a Peloton, so that's kind of kept me going. But I I sometimes felt that I was overreacting until finally – the news, the governor, the mayor, everybody else started catching up with how I was feeling and what I was reading. But on the other hand, my husband is much more um, casual about it, although he's been in the house because he's a professor and he's been teaching online. So that's been great. But he says, you know, you don't know how you're going to get it. You could get any kind of way. So not as cautious as I am. So dealing with that and balancing that because I'm not going to make him as cautious as me and nor should I, but it also kind of helps bring reality to me so that I don't feel like I'm overzealous about this. So he kind of brings me back to reality, and so to speak. And the dames and I have been talking about this, and I want you guys to chime in here. How have you been dealing with the the news and all the instructions or not instructions we've been getting, you know, how have you been coping with you and your families? Yeah, I think um, one thing for me that I've been trying to do better at, um, well, I guess one thing I'm trying to do is like find that middle ground between panicking and like being too lax about things. Um, and I think, I think I'm doing an okay job of, of staying in that space. Um, one thing that's really been helping me um, not panic is I've been much better, especially in the last few days, about not looking at the, at the news. Um, I think at this point, like, we know the advice, stay in as much as you can, wash your hands, you know, we know all of that. Um, so the way I kind of see it is that the news, the news isn't really changing. I think we know it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, And so trying to like create some distance there is really helping me not go into that panicking stage. Um, uh, But still, you know, still listening to enough of it that I'm, I'm still very much taking this seriously, not really leaving the house um, unless I have to take my dog on a walk or have to, you know, run a quick errand. But, um, but yeah, trying to, trying to step back a bit from, just the news that's everywhere constantly. So how much news do you, you get a day, so to speak? Mm, I don't know. I might, I might check, you know, maybe NPR in the morning, 
and like maybe in the evening. Um, and then I'm trying to really limit how much I'm on social media. Cause I think there's a lot of things that are floating around, especially Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter less, but um, that is just, it's uh, either false or it's a hoax or it's just people panicking or it's people the other side who are just like totally taking this not seriously, um, which then causes me a lot of stress. Um, so yeah, I, that's a good question on how much I'm actually consuming every day, but I think I'm back to a, a normal, normal news consumption <laughs> amount. For a few days, I was like constantly looking at it. <laughs> And it was like, I feel like my text feed is out of control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the information people sharing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Natalia, you want to share kind of what you've been experiencing these past few days? I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird because on one point, like, I am very serious about this. Like, I, I've been watching the news and stuff with my parents, like, keeping up to date on, like, policy changes and things like that, whether or not we're going to, like, martial law at some point or whatever. But also, I'll go on social media and everybody's kind of making jokes about it. Like, oh, you know, like day four of quarantine, I'm going insane and stuff like that. But for me, um, it kind of comes down to like empathy because there are like viral videos and pictures of like a mom being at a store and her infant like can only have formula, like a specific type. And everybody who's panic buying like has taken all those like formula and how is their kid going to eat? Or like this old Navy veteran he was trying to get some groceries and there was literally nothing in the store. So it's things like that where, you know, you have to be a little bit more empathetic about like what other people's situations are and like what other people's needs are. But at the same time, like you can't, you know, be too lax about it and still go on spring break in Miami beach, you know, like it it all, like you need a balance for it. Like your generation that they're talking about. It's so stupid. I literally saw this one person that's like, Oh, you know, like, I'm healthy, like, I'm young, you know, I'm, it's not even that big of a deal, it's only for, like, you know, affecting old people and stuff like that, but, I mean, that's still a life, doesn't mean it's any less, because it's not yours. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Arnisha, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I would say that we are, uh, as a family, very, um, aware of what's being said. We're we're focused more on trying to stay on top of the facts um, because it is easy to become really afraid and very paranoid just to to Natalia's point and and to Molly's point earlier, if you're on social. Um, So what I try to do is look and see what's happening in the morning, like check a start with CNN. I want to find out what's happening everywhere in the world. And I switch to to my local news to see if there are any new bands, if there's anything that's specifically applicable to, to our family. And I would say that we obviously are not going as many places as we have in the past. My family is very active, you know, all of us are. We um, are never really just sitting around and hanging out in the house. We just, as a family, are just are, are pretty busy and pretty active in our normal everyday, um, normal everyday lives. So we, what, what we are doing now is we basically go out when we have to get something, you know? So it's to a, you know, for a destination. I think it might've been two days last week that we were in the house all day, except to walk out, to walk our dogs. Um, but when we need something from the supermarket, 
you go to the supermarket, you need something from the drugstore, you go to the drugstore, you know, you get what you, what you have to get and you be as cautious as you need to be. I mean, it, it's harder to practice social distancing in the supermarket than it is in a drugstore. Um, frankly, because now the supermarkets are more crowded than they have been in the past. And it's a little, it's, it's, it's more challenging, but you know, people are being smarter. They're wearing gloves. I saw some people with some masks, you know, you see a ton of hand sanitizer. And so people are, are being a lot smarter, but you know, to come back to us, I, what we are, what we're doing is just making sure we stay informed that we know what the facts are and Staying home a lot of the time, but we're not saying I'm not going out at all. You know, we, we just aren't, we're just not in that place right now. Um, we are still, like I said, running our errands and coming back home. And I know my son has just gotten in his car and has driven for an hour or so and with no destination, but just to get out of the house, um, to drive around for a while and then, and then come back home. And then he's ready to sit down and, you know, chill in the house a little bit longer. So, um, that's, that's kind of how we're, we're approaching it overall. I mean, obviously like everybody else, we're doing a ton of streaming, right? <laughs> Everybody's all over, you know, you're doing a ton of streaming, watching all the funny videos on IG, you know, the TikTok videos, you know, those are things that are entertaining as well. But, um, we, we, it's, you know, it's changed everybody's lifestyle. You don't have a choice. Yeah. My book club and I, we just did a Zoom today. So this is the first time we saw each other. Um, oh, that's fun. We're going to start seeing each other weekly. And, and instead of reading books, because people aren't in that mindset yet, we're going to watch oh, movies that's good. and talk about them. So, oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So movie club. Like, yeah, that's good. So to speak. Yeah. Um, but what, what was interesting when we were talking today is, you know, I'm obviously, well, not obviously, but my, my dame's so I'm a little more cautious. And, you know, I've been in the house, but I have a good friend whose husband is responsible for getting 5,000 meals out there to yeah. the community. And he's got to be out there. So it's her son and her daughter have been helping him deliver these meals that otherwise these right. people would not be eating. Mm-hmm. So it hit home to me like, you know what, I can be as cautious as I want, but when push comes to shove, I really might need to start thinking about other people than yeah. just myself. Because this is really a crisis that if I can control the cleanliness and everything else, maybe I need to start start thinking about how I can help yeah. and what that looks and like. And you know what? Mm-hmm. And truthfully, it's, it can be as small as you, I'm sure you have elderly people on your street. You know, and just putting something in their mailbox because they, they're, they're still checking their mail, you know, because they know the mail is being delivered. You know, it could be as simple as putting a note in their mailbox and with your phone number on it and saying, please let me know if you need anything. Right. Because we don't know if it's two elderly people living together, their families could be God knows where and they might not have anybody. They feel they can just ask, can you please or do you have it? Do you have an extra roll of toilet tissue? Do you have an extra, you know, people who aren't as able to get out and do things on their own? That makes a huge difference. And even if they don't need it, they know that they have the, inf- the, the, the phone number from somebody nearby who's willing to help them if they need the help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think another thing is just to think about, uh, Micah, to your point about helping people. I mean, I think another thing to think about is that even just staying in the house is a help to people right now. Um, <laughs> you know, like I think it's, Helping a lot of people, let me tell you. What? I'm really helping a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Sitting on my couch. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you can't, 
if you maybe you can't go that extra step of helping people, you know, on the street or, or if you can, another thing to think about too, is that like, just by practicing these social distancing steps that everyone's talking about, uh, you know, we are helping the community. Um, so I think it's like, it's, it's looking at it as all the things, sure, all the things that we're sacrificing that we normally would do. But then it's also like that sacrifice is important to the community and the collective as a whole. And I think that's a really kind of important way of looking at all of this too, um, is really protecting those people who, you know, maybe are elderly or maybe have, you know, immunocompromised systems or, you know, underlying conditions. No, I agree. I agree yeah. with that, Molly, but I, but they do, there are, they do need help, you know, so. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know that they need to be, to be protected, but they might also need somebody to, well, drugstores deliver, but. Oh, totally. I'm not saying do only do that instead. I'm just saying that all of the ways that we're we're sacrificing our normal day to day lives is still helping people as yeah. well. But yes, if you can go and check on your you know elderly neighbors, or you know if you can offer to help in that way, absolutely do for sure. Yeah, I mean these are these are it's uncharted territory, right? So um, people have to find their way in this because it's not ending anytime soon from what I'm reading we're in this for a while I don't know what that looks like but um you know we've we've got to find our way in this and and I think the more people feel like they're in control of things whether it be constantly washing your hands that's a form of controlling the you know what you're touching and 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 trying to keep uh the germs at bay so to speak but um, I don't know, have you guys heard any tips that you find helpful to, to kind of help you feel like you're staying healthier? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a, you know, if, it, if it's true. But the other thing that I've heard is that you should make sure that you're drinking um, something. I think like every with every 15 minutes, make sure you're sipping something. So if you have um, come in contact with the virus, it'll flush it down into your stomach. When you... I don't I heard but with lemon is that if something with alkaline if you can do that that even helps even more from that standpoint. okay I, I got the same thing Arnisha you know but I've I've also heard that those are not uh okay. real or that perhaps like I don't know uh and I think this is part of the, the challenge right is that there's so much information going around about you know what works, what doesn't work. And then, you know, some people are saying, you know, drinking water will work or drinking water with lemon. Other people are saying it's not going to work. It's going to, you know, I think it's just. Well, I guess I get it as drinking more water. Is right. It's bad. never going to hurt you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. We should be washing our hands for at least. Right. We've been doing that all along. You know? <laughs> totally. So, yeah. What are the things that we should be doing even after this is over? Mm -hmm. I, if you start them now, then, and you continue them, then they're good practices. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I would add to that good practices is like, um, you know, when we are consuming news, like look at where that news is coming from and where the sources are coming from. I think, you know, just today, my husband was uh, on Twitter uh, and, you know, somebody he, he generally respects and, and listens to uh, posted something that made him kind of stop and like sit back and think, whoa, that, that seems a little uh, unusual. And so then he went and he dug into the story and he actually saw that this person was posting something that was completely inaccurate um, mm -hmm. and was really, uh, was causing a lot of panic. 
Um, and so, you know, luckily he took that extra step to actually look into the story um, to see what was actually being said. Um, and so, and he called the person out on Twitter, whether or not that person is going to listen, I don't know. But, you know, then other people were starting to say it and it was starting to spread. And so it's, I think like taking, uh, taking the time on whatever it is on, um, that you see, whether it's a, a, a news article or it's something that gets shared on Twitter or Facebook or something that someone sends you, my in-laws keep sending us <laughs> all kinds of panic text messages, um, about things that they're hearing from their friends or, you know, whatever. And I think it's like, we just need to, as part of that, that way of like stepping back and not going down this kind of panic rabbit hole is also to just like look at the information that we're getting. Um, and I wouldn't say like automatically mistrust it, but like look at it and like do the extra, if it's not a primary source that you're hearing it from, if it's not an expert or a scientist or somebody who knows what they're talking about, like going that extra step to just like verify it before sharing it or before, you know, taking it as, as gospel. Yeah, because I think we are, we're so quick to read and, and panic or read and, and share it without mm-hmm. yep. doing that step. So imagine if Naba had shared it more broadly and then learned it was not true. He would have felt even worse, like, you know, perpetrating right. all of that false information. Right, totally. Yeah. Natalia, how about you? Any, have you heard anything that you feel that's helping you stay healthier, even if it's not to be facetious or anything, but even if it's in your mind, but you feel like I'm doing this and I'm, I'm feeling better or I feel more protected. Well, um, <laughs> I definitely have taken maybe too many steps because I think I'm a hypochondriac. Um, <laughs> literally, like I, <laughs> like you will see like marks from how hard I'm scrubbing my hands. Like I literally, like are, my hands are so dry. It's and cracked. It's awful. But um. I don't know. I mean, I think for me, it's more of a mental kind of thing. Cause what's that thing? It's like, um, where you're like too sick of the, like being in the house. It's like, you're actually going crazy. I don't know. There's like a term for that. You're crazy. Yeah. Oh, like cabin fever or something. Oh, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's that. Yeah. 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 Like, um, I was spending time with my dad and like my stepsister, we were just hanging out and we were just like, at some point we just watched so many shows and like so many movies that we just like stood there and we were like, wow, this kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think I am kind of fortunate because like I had my stepsister. So it's like having someone my age, like, you know, at least going through it with me instead, like, cause it's different for the parents. Cause it's like, Oh, a whole week or month off of work. Like this is great. You know? But for like younger generations, it's like if you're standing still for like two seconds, it's it's too much. Yeah. 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 This will definitely go down in history. Hopefully, it's not something we will experience uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Um, and that we'll learn from all of us in all different ways. But um, it, it it's it's definitely given me a different perspective around staying calm and um but but at the same time not being yeah too it does if that makes sense it does you know Michael, totally. just to your yeah. question i just um realized there is one other thing i'm doing i'm just boosting my immune system as much as i can so i'm taking as much taking more vitamin c i'm also taking more d3 um and just trying to eat things that are um that 
help with your immune system. I'm just kind of going back to that so I don't I don't forget. Those are other things that are making me feel like okay. Yeah. Based on the the numbers and what you're hearing and the town that we live in, you know, we're in New Rochelle, we're in New York. I think New York might be have the fastest growth overall right now. Um, it's I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think, it's yeah, just what right. more, you know, besides washing my hands, what more can I do? Okay. Well, I know that vitamin C helps with your immune system. I know vitamin D3 helps with my immune system. You know, I know certain things help. Otherwise, you know, I think it's turmeric. Those things help. So just figuring out other ways that I might be able to boost my system to help me be able to fight a little bit more. Right. And natural ways too. It sounds like you're going. Yeah, more I'm trying. Natural, holistic, right? Well, I do. I had a, a debate with a friend of mine because I said I hadn't had a cold or flu. I, I, I mean, literally, I think my cold medicine expired. So it's been a couple of years. Um, and I said, the only thing I can attribute to, I think, is because mm-hmm. I consistently mm-hmm. work out a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for years. And, you know, she was saying, well, there's no, you know, medical reason. And I, and I looked it up and there are studies that say, and I saw something just recently mm. that it literally cleanses your lungs when you're out. So I've been cleansing my lungs all these years, and this is a lung disease. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm hoping I get credit for all this time that I've been cleansing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it makes a difference. Yeah, you're working out those lung muscles. <laughs> but I hope that other people, maybe that motivates them to say, you know, I've heard people say, oh, I've been home. I really started working out more. I'm doing yoga. Yeah. There's YouTube classes. Peloton is offering free classes. And people say, don't you need a bike? I'm like, no, Peloton has yoga. They have meditation. They have strength training. They have boot camp. They have all of that online. It's just not about the bike. And they're offering 90 days free. So I'm hoping people get motivated to really move and recognize it and see a difference in protecting them. Mm-hmm. And I'd say just... Sorry, just on that that note uh, about like free workout classes and some and and such, um, that's something that I keep trying to tell myself I should be doing. Uh, I will get there hopefully this week. <laughs> but uh, but another idea too is that a lot of you know right now so many people you know can't go to their local uh, you know their local yoga studio or their local mm-hmm. gym or you know whatever it might be. Um, and a lot of those places, a lot of these small businesses are having that have had to close down are running deals online for, mm-hmm. you know, virtual classes. So, you know, yeah, totally check out Peloton and, and, the, and the big ones, but then also just take a look at your neighborhood too um, and see what those, you know, small studios or those, you know, locally owned franchises or whatever it might be. Um, take a look at what they're doing. Um, you know, we really need to support small businesses right now. So, um, so yeah, but definitely like working out. Again, another thing, just like drinking water, never going to hurt you yeah. in a situation yeah. like this. <laughs> and you know what, Molly, thank you for calling that out about small businesses, because you know what, if you can give $5 or $10 to a small business and take a really good class, mm-hmm. that, and if you can afford it, you know, if you can't, then take advantage of the free class. Yep. But um, yeah. I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up about the yeah. small business and supporting them. Totally. It's my good excuse to order takeout right now. <laughs> but take it out, put it in a clean plate, and then throw it Exactly. In yep. It's so hard, though, to find, like... <laughs> yep, wash hands, all It's so things. hard to find good and, like, healthy options, though, because right now, like, my, well, maybe ship-out date 
for um, Navy boot camp is like approaching. So I, I'm really trying to like get more accustomed oh, right. to it. I mean, now I say maybe because all of boot camp is like closed until possibly June. I leave June 2nd, but maybe like we don't we don't know yet because like the situation is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely the fact that like Planet Fitness, like New York Sports Club, all these different like free classes are available to me. It It's good. <laughs> Right. And uh, Natalia, you have to keep the dames as well as our listeners informed about your progress and what's happening with you and boot camp and your timing and the kind of information they're sharing with you, if you can, if it's (laughs) private, you know, um, the listeners to know, you know, what's happening with your journey Mm -hmm. into the armed forces. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad that they closed it because a few, I think a month before they announced that they were like closing um, boot camp in general, you, they stopped graduation. So they wouldn't allow any family members to come like to Great Lakes and see, you know, their family member become a sailor. And honestly, I would rather not go and just like wait a little bit longer than not have my family like be there for that huge moment. Mm -hmm. Mm Okay. Yeah, because right after graduation, you go straight to A school. Normally, you at least get the weekend with your family or something like that. But yeah, a lot of a lot of people did not get that opportunity. Well, here's hoping that you get yeah opportunity (laughs) and that they push it off. Um. So I I think for me, it was just helpful talking to you guys about how you're coping and handling Mm -hmm. what's happening. I think we will continue to discuss this. There are going to be other episodes and topics that we're going to cover, like working remotely um, and just other hopefully helpful tips, comforting tips for our listeners and we are remotely together. Um, we're social distancing. Normally, we are taping together at, at my house, actually. But for this, these next few episodes, we're not going to be together. But I still feel more connected to you just by us being able to talk and continuing um, our efforts in in sharing and reaching out to our listeners. So thank you, Dames, mm-hmm. for joining me. And I look forward to doing more episodes with you no matter what. All righty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. I hope you found this helpful and you will continue to hear from us throughout this very, very difficult and challenging time. We want you to be healthy, be safe, stay strong, and do what you need to do to get through this. If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough. <laughs>